Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's the former chief of staff of the uh, Department of Defense. It's Cash Patel. Cash, how are you? Good to see you. I'm wonderful, Joe. Thanks so much for having me on. You are wonderful. Everybody watching and listening agrees with that. Um, we're going to get into Trump in earnest to find out why get Trump is something that we could just normalize now in America. But I would be remiss, Cash, if I didn't start with this garbage you just saw from John Kirby. Um, Kirby stands in front of the press corps and just starts making stuff up. But the thing that really jumped out at me first and foremost is that he said to a reporter asking about Biden having any regrets, he said the president is proud of how the withdrawal went in Afghanistan. Just give me your thoughts right off the top. So I'm so glad you're asking about this because it's getting buried by the mainstream media and everybody else. As chief of staff of the Department of Defense, President Trump asked me and the Secretary of Defense to withdraw out of Afghanistan. And we did so in a methodical and diplomatic and operational fashion based on intelligence. We're proud to tell you that not one service member was killed during our withdrawal. Today, from the largest bully pulpit in the world, John Kirby, the spokesman for the president, lies to the world and says the withdrawal from Afghanistan and the deaths of 13 soldiers under Joe Biden's watch was a fault of Donald J. Trump. Two plus years later, they're blaming our withdrawal for, uh, or us for their withdrawal errors. And here's, let me just highlight how disgusting this is. They, under Mark Milley, bombed and drone struck seven children in retribution for their disaster and then thumped their chest about it. They, Joe Biden and company let out the terrorists from Bagram Detention Center, where we had specifically told them never give up Bagram. And that man wore a suicide vest and killed 13 American soldiers. We proudly ran the largest DOD transition in U.S. presidential history under the orders of Donald J. Trump, provided Biden officials with more time and access to documents and personnel than ever before. That is barren that we laid it out. And basically, they gave us the Heisman on so many fronts. Maybe if they bothered to stop firing my employees who are on paternity and maternity leave and listen to us about Afghanistan, they wouldn't have to sit there and lie to the world today. I love that you went there. And it is disgusting. Make your stomach turn to see how how they did this. Um, They blamed Trump from the very beginning. But as you know, as the commander in chief, Biden could have changed anything he thought he needed to change. Mm -hmm. He didn't even have to leave when he left. Uh, but the provisions that were put in place by Trump had the Taliban scared. They didn't dare take up arms against American soldiers. They knew the transition was going to happen, but the transition would happen with the Afghan army still in charge. Today, John mm-hmm. Kirby said the only reason why it went so bad, other than blaming Trump, was because the Afghan army decided not to fight for their country. Do you find that to be the case? <laughs> having been in Afghanistan multiple times, having worked with the Afghans on the ground, the Afghans are the people that have fought for their country. But when they feel abandoned, like they did under the Biden administration, like we did, like we up and left $75 billion worth of equipment for Russia and China to steal, like we left Bagram and left Al-Qaeda room to explode again on the national scene, of course you're gonna have Afghan civilians who aren't trained in combat operations when their greatest ally, America, leaves. Now, I'm not saying we should have stayed there forever. I agree with President Trump on the withdrawal, but the withdrawal was methodical. The Afghan civilians and the Afghan military were doing it with us side by side while diplomatic negotiations were occurring on a parallel track. 
Of course the Afghans are going to run scared, but for John Kirby to blame them makes him the biggest gutless coward in United States military history next to Mark Milley. Well, you and President Trump and others would never have left them high and dry like like what happened. They were willing to take up arms, but they thought they always had America on their back. And if, and if America wasn't at their sixth, they, what did they have to fall back on? There was no leverage. And when it comes exactly. to Bagram, and I think you and I talked about this before, if not, let's go here now. It's only mm-hmm. 400 miles away from China. It's very close to China, who now goes in, finds out all our technology, and basically runs the joint. What, never giving up Bagram should have been the linchpin, shouldn't it? It, it? it was. We told them that. They can go find the papers if they don't want to listen to us screaming it to them. President told, Trump told them that. Bagram was such a geographic location stronghold in terms of its area and the mountain coverage it provided. And not just for us. Do you know who else operated out of Bagram? All of our allies that were fighting with the Afghans, all of our European partners, when we left, they left. So we not only did we leave under the Biden administration, the Afghans high and dry, so did 15 other countries. They had no more operating platform, nowhere what we call forward base, forward operating base, a FOB in country to maneuver, maneuver machinery and manning and equipment. And like you said, the Afghans don't know how to use a lot of this technology. They use it with us because they gain confidence after we train them. And we can't just say, okay, we're out. Hope you guys have a good, you know, next generation of your life. And here's the scary part. We, as in a country, and I hate saying this, our conventional troops will be back on the ground in Afghanistan before Joe Biden leaves office oh, wow. because we have let al-Qaeda rise and explode. And, of course, this administration doesn't want to talk about it. They'll just find a way to yet yet again blame Donald Trump, even though we killed 99 percent of the, the al-Qaeda uh, terrorists. Fightwithcash.com is the website. Fightwithkash.com. It's Cash Patel, former DOD chief of staff. Uh, one last question on this. The reporter that was asking Kirby about it said, we left $7 billion worth of equipment. You just said $75 billion. I've heard Trump say $80 billion. Cash, do we know how much equipment we left there? We know it's at least $75 billion. We wow. did the math. We know what was there. And here's the scary part. Not only did we fail to airlift it out, which would have been cheaper... Some of it was blown up because they thought that was the cool thing to do. They being Mark Milley, Secretary Austin, John Kirby, and Joe Biden. And the rest, they just left there. You know who took it? Russia and China are now exploiting American-sensitive technology to utilize against us, not just in Afghanistan, but all around the world. And Taliban, a couple of weeks ago, actually sent out a picture of our equipment lined up that they're now using as their own. Uh, today, Kirby said they don't know how to use it. So it's all there, but it's, it's not usable for them, which doesn't make any sense. It's Cash Patel. Cash, got to get into um, uh, Get Trump. Get yeah. Trump is what Letitia James said as she ran for AG of New York. I, I can't believe you can run and be successful saying, I'm going to get a personal civilian, uh, just one American. That's why I should be elected. Alvin Bragg did the same thing. I'm going to get Trump. Alvin mm-hmm. Bragg's the same guy who said, we don't have enough to get Trump when he was an assistant DA. Now that he's the DA, somehow he gets the high sign and he goes after Trump. Yesterday, Corrine Jean-Pierre said Biden had no clue had no heads up about the indictment before he found out in the media. Cash, is that believable? No, just like Joe Biden says he had no idea that the classified document scandal was happening on his watch. You mean you've had classified documents for eight years, your attorneys were contacted, and you lied to the world? It seems this White House has a knack for lying to the world from the largest bully pulpit, the press room there. Either it's Joe Biden or a spokesperson. But here's the tragic part of this entire situation. Whether Biden knew or not, federal funds were utilized by Alvin Bragg to prosecute and investigate Donald Trump. 
Where is the Republican-led investigation based on that jurisdictional linchpin? Why are American taxpayer dollars going to fund a fraudulent prosecution that's being used to actually interfere with an election in 2024? The hypocrisy is that Alvin Bragg is saying Donald Trump somehow interfered with the 2016 election by making ledger payments, which were lawful, and bootstrapping it to a felony that doesn't exist. I mean, just look at it this way. You don't have to be a lawyer like myself or other people. The charging document, where you bring the charges and tell the world what you're charging them with, forgot to mention the one charge necessary to make that indictment valid. That is, what were the ledger payments indicated for? What were they connected to? What felony, what conspiracy? Alvin Bragg just left that entirely out of the document. And when he was asked about it in the press conference, he basically just sweated himself out of the room because he knows there isn't one. And I can't wait for the information in this case to start coming out in discovery. He said, by law, I don't have to tell you. <laughs> really? You don't have to tell, you don't have to tell us? <laughs> that, that is so weird. So if, if uh, I'm following you, and I've talked to a lot of legal experts in the past few days, he puts out this very vague thing, these 34 alleged felonies. And mm-hmm. they're all felonies because they're attached to another crime, but he decided not to tell us what that crime is. You and I both know he's going to try to attach it to that election in 2016, which was a mm-hmm. federal general election. The, FEE, the FEC already said Trump did nothing wrong. Um, the previous DA said Trump did nothing wrong. A, a, a local prosecutor in Manhattan, New York, cannot bring a federal elections charge against anybody. So what do you think he's going to say once he finally tells? He has to tell us at some point what this is about. What's he going to say? He's going to somehow say the federal election law uh, implicated the interests of the state of New York. It's going to be some total farce. Uh, And everybody's already seeing through it. Here, look, Joe, you don't have to believe me or you because people call me and you crazy conservative conspiracy theorists. But you just have to believe Andy McCabe, the former FBI deputy director who lied to the federal officers and leaked sensitive information as the number two at FBI, who authorized the unlawful FISA warrant against Donald Trump, comes out on CNN this week and calls Alvin Bragg's indictment a disappointment. (laughs) If he's saying it's a disappointment, what do you think he's really saying in his hide-to-do and fancy uh, donor meetings with the D- Democratic National Committee and the left-wing media? This is the, guy, this they, is the guy who wanted the 25th Amendment President Trump. This guy exactly. hates Trump from toe to head, and, and there yeah. is nothing about Trump that he would ever defend, and he's the one saying it's a disappointment. Because, uh, does Alvin Bright, in your heart of hearts, because he knows he doesn't have a case, is he doing this yeah. just to stop the campaign? Is that the only he wants Trump in court next January suddenly, which is January of the election year? Yeah, I think that's what he did. He weaponized the state judicial process to the max and it completely backfired on him. And that's why I can't wait for discovery. And once we expose him for the fraud that he is, we can't stop there. We have to arm uh, our public, and this is Congress's job, to send out subpoenas for Bragg and all of his cronies that help bring this farce, Uh, we have to educate the American public that what Donald Trump says is true. He may be the target now and until next January and thereafter, but you're the everyday target. And our state attorney generals and district attorneys in Republican places need to start impaneling grand juries to lawfully investigate corrupt actors like Alvin Bragg and BLM and people who abuse the charitable process system to commit crimes and fraud. Where are these individuals? As bad as Alvin Bragg is, the Republican chorus deafening silence is almost as bad as him right now. 
at Cash over on Truth. It's at K-A-S-H. You can go to fightwithcash.com. It's Cash Patel, former DOD chief of staff. Um, you brought up something earlier that I could not agree with more, and I've said this since day one. When he brought the indictment and President Trump actually went to Manhattan, I tweeted this out, and I've had Jim Jordan and James Comer on my show many, many times. I really like these guys. But if you got yeah. real oversight and if you're really going to do the job, Alvin Bragg is is violating federal law by bringing this case, using federal funds, and not being accountable to anybody. They invited him to come and speak, and he declined the invitation. Isn't it time to start sending out subpoenas? You're right. And Joe, you know better than anyone, the power of the January 6th committee showed us exactly what they can do with congressional subpoenas. I was the first guy subpoenaed by the unselect committee, and I went in and testified. And remember, they referred prosecutions for the likes of Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro for contempt of Congress for violating said subpoena. So thanks for sending a letter. You played by the procedural rules, which the Dems don't care about. Right. Now issue the compulsory process that is in your back pocket, not just for Alvin Bragg himself, but for all the documentation related to this bogus charge and all the advisors like that guy, Chris Colangelo, who didn't bring the case initially, but then Alvin Bragg hired him and he created some new legal fiction to say, here we go. We're going to get Trump. Put him in the hot seat for days on end, under oath, and get the documents to the American public. It's up to this Congress. It's Cash Patel. Cash, you are my source. Uh, and I had, a, I think, a million views on, on YouTube on a short that I did about this. You're my source when it comes to Donald Trump having said, we will have ten to 20,000 National Guard troops yeah. ready for January 6th. You have paperwork trail. You have the people that were all in the Oval Office when that was decided. And people keep on saying that wasn't real. Um, with that in mind, let me, let me ask you something. I don't know that I've ever asked you this directly. Do you believe that there were federal agents involved in ginning up that violence on January 6th at the Capitol, and isn't it time we had at least Ray Epps in front of uh, in front of e either Jordan or Comer? I don't just believe it. They were there. The FBI has finally admitted that Metro PD and FBI sources and agents were in and around the Capitol. And to me, as a former federal prosecutor and public defender, that tells me they've been staging that for months. You can't just airdrop a source like Ray Epps in there overnight. That's a six to 12 month source verification and buildup process. That means they were working on it for at least one year. They, the FBI, Metro PD, and the United States government. So the subpoenas for the FBI source files, which I've demanded publicly, and I will again on your show, yeah. for the committees of jurisdiction, go after Ray Epps, get his source file, just like we did Christopher Steele. Don't let them sell you that farce that you're going to harm national security. The only thing you're going to do is expose their corruption. But you have to have people in Congress willing to go get these documents and put these people up there. The only way you get off the FBI's most wanted list, like Ray Epps, overnight, is you either die or you're an FBI source. What do you think? Well, well, he's the guy that nobody argues was there helping Trump out. He's a big Trump supporter. Anybody who even thought about Donald Trump either end, ended up in jail or got fined or got in trouble. Ray Epps is out in his camper enjoying the wildlife. I'm not sure I understand why anybody would believe that this guy isn't somehow included and involved. And the reason why I bring that up is I truly believe that Eric Adams in New York and the, mm -hmm. the entire Biden administration were trying to get right-wing people, conservative people, to riot in New York the other day. It didn't happen because we're smart. But I think they were trying to gin it up again like they did on January 6th. If you mm -hmm. have violence, if you have upheaval and, and some sort of riotous protest, you could say, see, we told you they're the bad guys and Trump made all this happen. I mean, do you think that we averted a problem the other day? Because I really, I think, they, I really think they wanted... They had actors in there trying to get conservatives sure. to react. And we did it the right way. We showed up, we peacefully protested, we got the message out, and then we left. 
Simple as that. And we showed that Alvin's Bragg spent, I don't know how many hundreds of millions of New York taxpayer dollars for the boondoggle public publicity stunt that he wanted. And it completely backfired because yeah. of Trump's handling of the media and his skilled, methodical way to say to the American public, this is not about me. This is about America. And I'm going to fight like hell to save it. At Cash on Truth, it's K-A-S-H, fightwithcash.com. Quick uh, uh, last question, maybe 30 seconds. How does this shake out with President Trump? I think it's going to take some time and months. And I'm the one that's saying I don't want that to necessarily happen overnight. I want the exposure of the discovery process to show the corruption of Alvin Bragg. Let's utilize their playbook against them. The only difference is we always talk about facts. And they always talk about lies. In this case, we'll be no different. Yeah, exactly right. Cash Patel, go follow him at Cash. Fightwithcash.com. Thanks a million for coming back on, my friend, and thanks for bringing the truth. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Have a great day. All right, man. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. We appreciate Cash Patel coming on. Make sure you go to Truth Social, President Trump's social media network, and put in at Cash, at K-A-S-H. You'll give him a follow. And uh, always uh, really appreciate him coming on and just telling the truth. That's what we ask him to do. That's what he does every time. Let me tell you about uh, another truth. Omaha Steaks Rock, or Rocks. The company Omaha Steaks Rocks. Um, 1917 is when they started. It's a family-owned and operated company. They've been doing it right for more than 100 years now. And spring grilling time is here. Time to go to omahasteaks.com, put in keyword PAGS, and start saving a bunch of money. 50% off site-wide. Get all your favorites like perfectly aged tender steaks, ocean-fresh seafood, juicy burgers, incredible air-chilled chicken, and decadent desserts. Plus, when you go to omahasteaks.com and use my promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, at checkout, you're going to get an additional $30 off your order. It's the perfect way to get fired up and spring into something special. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use code PAGS at checkout. Take advantage of this deal. Omaha Steaks ready to ship your order right away. You're going to want to hurry up because the 50% off site wide is going away very soon. Do not miss your chance to save. OmahaSteaks.com. OmahaSteaks.com. Use my promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, when you check out. Get an additional $30 off when you shop their semi-annual sale today. Don't hesitate. Minimum order may be required. All right, much more program to come. Next hour is going to be General Flynn. I had General Michael Flynn on last hour. We talked a lot about intelligence. He wrote an article recently about the comparison between nuclear war and this cyber war that's going on right now. Imagine our enemies making so much headway against us without even firing a bullet. Imagine that. Imagine watching Russia and China become friends. He's got great insight into what's going on around the world and, and also what's going on with our freedoms and our liberties. And why can't we be proud of American exceptionalism? We talk about that too. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. <laughs> 